All right. Hey there, audio nerds. Welcome back. Edition 3 has arrived. And for those of you who are new, Audio First is an ongoing series looking at audio, AirPods, voice, music, uh, and everything in between that. And there's also uh, some big news this week. Your humble narrator here has invested in some new audio hardware, some new microphones. I took advantage of those Black Friday deals, so with any luck, these future editions will be heard in high fidelity. And yeah, I really wasn't thrilled with how last week's went. If you are a big audio head, you probably would have been appalled by what I was doing here. And uh, yeah, so I uh, I try to do something about it. And yeah, in that vein, I'm also trying to make the accompanying audio a worthy listen. I've found it pretty hard to speak aloud a pre-written work with the uh, requisite gusto to really make it pop. But uh, I'm a big believer in space repetition. Practice makes perfect. This week, we'll be giving it more love. No love for the massage. So there's this old chestnut in the tech industry that software is eating the world. If you know it, you know it. If you don't, I would say check out the link. It is one of those you know, truisms in uh, the tech world that's often repeated, but probably for a good reason. Because whether you were snapping photos or reading books or watching movies just 10 years ago, enjoying this kind of media required a pretty sizable investment. And obviously, the breakthroughs of personal computing have changed all that. After 10-ish years with the smartphone, we snap photos on the phone, we publish directly online, we stream video straight from our couches. In short, software has eaten all of this infrastructure and replaced it with probably the coolest, best business model ever made, near zero marginal cost. And in terms of audio formats, the arc is just as easy to see. Recorded music began in 19, not even 19, 1860 by scribbling on glass and tinfoil. And yeah, you can actually listen to some of these recordings that were made. They sound a little crazy. So that is the earliest recording of a human singing. And it's downright terrifying, isn't it? But yeah, broadly speaking, pretty much everything around the consumption of music has turned into a software game. Uh, we're not spinning wax cylinders or really even much vinyl anymore. It's just simply easier to use MP3s. What's talked about less frequently is how this transformation is happening in the production side of things. And as I've gotten myself more into bedroom music making, I've learned that software has eaten a ton of music hardware and most of it pretty recently. So arguably the biggest game changer here has been the rise of DAWs, D-A-Ws, or Digital Audio Workstations. And these are basically, you know, souped up versions of GarageBand. There are other names like Logic Pro, uh, which is also made by Apple. There's Ableton, there's Pro Tools. You know, these are uh, record industry quality pieces of software that you can get. But, um, you know, the real innovation here was that DAWs took all these little buttons and doodads that you would see in a recording studio soundboard and made them available to anybody with a laptop. So now any old artist could edit, mix, add effects, all this with uh, far less hassle. And uh, yeah, this whole idea 
was you know pretty niche commercial software well into the 2000s i looked it up garage band's first release was in 2004 now it's everywhere obviously and that same kind of like explosion in the tools available the same happened with instruments so if you can't afford a five thousand dollar mellotron that uh, early synthesizer that you might know from strawberry fields forever should actually check the link out it's, it's pretty sweet it's uh, Paul McCartney showing uh, you know how it works um, but yeah you can buy now instead of that you can get a software plugin and it'll turn your USB piano which are usually not even a hundred bucks uh, or even your computer keyboard if you want you can just start clacking around on it and you'll have the exact same sounds without a moving van required so your favorite tunes these days are made with a mix of traditional instruments alongside tons of software-based ones and there's even marketplaces that exist to you know trade those instruments and samples and basically a whole side economy uh, there's a great NPR piece you should even uh, check out that's linked all right to get to the heart of things here what happens when software eats the hardware powering art and media the new means of production well, now that anybody has Abbey Road Studios at their fingertips, there is this new conundrum in play. Financially, practically, the barriers to making music have never been lower. But at the same time, it takes more than ever to stand out from the crowd. And there's this similar saying in Silicon Valley that it's never been easier to start a startup and it's never been harder to scale one. Or Put another way, leveraging all these new tools and spitting out success has never been more complex. So for areas like movies, fashion, music, writing, maybe soon food with the rise of cloud kitchens, this now cheaper delivery means we consume these th things, these arts, to the point of saturation. The obvious example here is Spotify. It delivers so much recorded music that we rely on algorithms just to remember what we enjoy. Maybe over time we care a little bit less about who's making these songs. I mean, I can't tell you how many times someone has uh, heard a playlist of mine and um, and asked me, oh, who's playing? And you know, you just feel like a total idiot when you don't know who you're showcasing for your friends. Uh, and you know, I think over time, that's just the, the arc of these things. But I think there is maybe a silver lining here is that we listen to more stuff than ever. In aggregate, we're consuming more than ever, but there's likely more artistic inspiration than ever. Anyone can indulge in this stuff now. Um, and in certain cases, this has meant the death knell of industries for writing that it literally halved newsroom jobs in just 10 years time. But elsewhere in some of these you know, artistic and entertainment adjacent fields like music, fashion, video, it's completely reinvigorated these industries and they've gotten their business model back. Um, and this summer after going to a music festival, I wrote this uh, little piece up that I was really struck by how pop music had come back in, in a big way or the, in a way that I guess I hadn't appreciated until recently. Um, you know, if you're a certain age, you might remember that there was a not long ago a very stark difference between the quality of indie music, pitchfork certified music, and, you know, the top 40 stuff. And now I don't think that's quite the case. 
But what I was wondering here in that quote is that I'm not sure if this effect benefits incumbents or newcomers more, um, but it seems like the whole pie is growing, so everybody is better off. But who is more better off <laughs> is the real question. And so I'm curious about how this disruption changes the odds of success in the music game and beyond. Uh, <clears throat> and this is kind of a to you know topical because just not... A year ago, I think the Spotify CEO, Daniel Ack, made this bold claim that the company's mission is to empower a million creators to live off their work. And I think a very pressured question here is, does the rising tide lift all boats equally? Does it favor incumbents more than the newcomers or vice versa? Is it truly harder than ever to scale, you know, as that uh, truism went? Well, I dug around for some numbers, and while the data here represents a large cohort of designers, I did find that a stable and slightly growing share of the labor force are artists, either as their primary or secondary job. It's grown from about 1.5% to 1.6%, very slight growth uh, in the last decade. And also, interestingly, 34% of musicians pursue it as a second job, which is more than any other creative field. Another big consideration here is the hits-driven nature of these worlds. I came across this really excellent data science post by Michael Talberg called The Power Law in Popular Media, and it explored the competitive landscape of all these various media types. And interestingly, the study found video game publishing was the most concentrated industry, followed by book publishing, uh, music, more middle of the pack, has the top 20% commanding about 69.7% of the billboard success. And newspapers, funny enough, were the least concentrated with the top 20% only seeing 62% of the circulation. Interesting little chart to, to explore there. So what can we expect from this recent democratization of music tools? Will the gains go to the big fish? Will an influx of, an, of artists command more success than ever? I couldn't gather evidence that supports either view concretely. Certainly, though, it stands to reason from the long-tail theory that we can expect a weirder, niche long-tail of music that starts to pull away market share from the mega-popular mega head. Um, and definitely recent successes like little Nas X, Keep the Dream Alive for some of these outsiders that are out there. But is little Nas X part of a growing tide or the exception to the rule? Or put differently, does being in a saturated, algorithm-driven musical renaissance increase or decrease the overall appetite for small-time creators? My hunch is that it's never been better for the little guy. I mean, theoretically, the tools are out there, as we talked about with software eating the hardware of music making. And in theory, the gatekeepers are also less powerful than ever. But what's happening, what's happening in actuality is not so clear cut. And it may simply be that we prefer a relatively fixed ratio of hits to weird music in our lives. As that data scientist Michael Talberg wrote, what is it about media that results in this concentration of success? In our networked world, people can recommend books, movies, games to each other. These titles will get more reviews, more shelf space, and ultimately more attention. In this way, success breeds success. 
it's a virtuous cycle, a positive feedback loop. The popularity of one work takes attention away from the others. It crowds out other media, just as giant trees crowd out smaller plants. This process is called preferential attachment, and it is at the heart of every power law. So is our shared attention for music, uh, especially new music, uh, finite? Is it expanding? Is there a natural equilibrium of hits to the weirder stuff, the niche music, the, the long tail? Well, as a once-in-a-while DJ myself, there's always that tension of giving people the hits versus introducing something riskier they're not 100% certain to like. There's an adage among DJs, too, and it goes, people want two types of music, songs they've heard before and songs they've heard before. And wrapping this up, this was a long one, I know, liner notes, so some holiday must-haves, the AirPod carrying strap. That's some fun for the whole family right there. The first ever Spotify awards were announced and they were announced to be held in Mexico City, which is apparently the world's capital of music streaming. Apple clapped back pretty quickly with its own event. And funny enough, it also clapped back with its own version of Spotify wrapped a day later. I guess a lot of people were lonely after seeing all their friends who were on Spotify sharing that. So Uh, Good on them. And let's see, Travis Scott's Jack Boys coming soon, hopefully by end of the year. How UK Garage producer Burial inspired Lana Wachowski. Grimes interviewing Lana Del Rey. A case for Tame Impala as artist of the decade. Definitely a little personal bias of mine there. Uh, If you enjoyed this newsletter, forward it to a friend. If you didn't, forward it to an enemy. Stay tuned and keep it locked. And one last PS, the market map is in route. Maybe more of a Christmas surprise than a Thanksgiving treat. But yeah, Hofstetter's Law in action. Please do send on any startups that you think should be included. It's in the works. And until next week, talk to you then.